Good morning, Nachum. Good Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Titzavah. According to the Chinuch, there are seven mitzvos in Parshas Titzavah, four positive and three restrictions. However, before we get to Titzavah, let's focus on today. Today has a special designation to it. It is Purim Katar. Now, what does that mean? Today's date is the 14th of Adar, but it's Adar Harishon. It's the first Adar. The Mishnah in Meseches Megillah on Daf Vav Amid Beis, the Mishnah teaches us the following very important point, namely, Ein bein Adar Harishon, la Adar Hasheni, what is the difference? And there is no difference, says the Mishnah, between the first Adar and the second Adar. Ella, however, but Krias HaMegillah Umatonos Levionim. Reading the Megillah and the Talmud teaches us that the poor knew that when the Megillah was read, there would be gifts given to the poor. So they go together. There are four mitzvahs we know on Purim, reading the Megillah, giving matanos avionim, gifts to the poor, having a Purim sa'uda, and mishloach manos, sending gifts. Now, the Mishnah is telling us that today is Purim, but it's Purim without the performance of the mitzvahs. Rashi teaches on this spot only the reading of the Megillah, Klomar, that's to teach him Asogarishom. If one read the Megillah last night and today on the first Adar, Lo Yotza, you would not satisfy your obligation of the mitzvah. So you don't have the mitzvahs of Purim, but today is Purim. Now, what does that mean today is Purim? As we know, this morning in our prayers, we did not say Tachanun. This morning in Shachris, we did not say Lam Natseach Mizmor David Yanuch Hashem Biyom Tzora, because today is a day imbued with Simcha. How does the Simcha manifest itself? The same way that on Purim, it's a day of Mishteh, Visimcha. So Mishteh means one is to have a meal, so too today the Shulchanach writes, and it happens to be in the very last chapter of Orachayim, that one is not to fast today, and if unfortunately there would be a funeral today, we are not to have eulogies today. Today has simcha to it. Now you might ask, what is the Simcha? After all, Purim is observed on the second Adar. Now, let's take that for a moment. In reality, I think if I were to ask most of you, if you have a choice to do a mitzvah in the first Purim, first Adar, or in the second, we would have chosen the first because of the concept which says, Ema virin ala mitzvos. We don't forego 
and delay a mitzvah, you do the mitzvah with alacrity. Zrizim makdim in the mitzvahs. You would do the mitzvah as soon as possible. The Gemara presents an interesting reason for doing the mitzvah in the second Adar, and that is lismoch geula legeula, to put the celebration of the redemption of Pesach close to the redemption of Purim. Purim is to be celebrated near Pesach to remind us and teach us that just as the celebration of Pesach beyond any doubt is a celebration of God's miraculous salvation of the Jewish people, all the plagues in Egypt which affected only the Egyptians and not the Jewish people, the splitting of the sea <clears throat> which saved the Jewish people and drowned the Egyptians, all this is clearly beyond the natural order. So too is the holiday of Purim. One shouldn't think, come on, we had a Jewish woman as the queen and Esther, the queen, had a positive influence over Ahasuerus the king, and therefore it was the government that allowed the Jews to um, destroy, defeat their enemy on the 13th of Adar, and therefore we celebrate on the 14th of Adar. No. Interestingly, I'm going to share with you a fascinating Rambam. And the Rambam is found in his introduction to his monumental work, the Yad HaChazoka, and the Rambam in his listing the mitzvos in order of their appearance in his book of Halacha, 613 mitzvos. Where are they found? So he begins by telling us, Sefer Rishon, Sefer Sheni, etc. And then the Rambam writes in his introduction that you should know that the mitzvos de Rabbanon, the mitzvos that the rabbis instituted, they could not institute it on their own because 613 mitzvos were given to Moshe, 611 really, to Moshe. We heard the first two from Hashem himself at Sinai. And the Torah, as much as says, you're not permitted to add, you're not permitted to detract from the number of mitzvos. So how can we have mitzvos de Rabbanam? And especially, we say the bracha, v'tzivanu, tonight you have to wash for the Su'udas Shabbos. And what are you going to say? Asher kidshanu b'mitzvosah, and he commanded us al natilas yadayim. Wait a second. There's no way that you can say that natilas yadayim is a biblical mitzvah. It was for the Kohanim before 
they served in the Beis HaMikdash. But the answer is, Hashem commanded us to listen to the Chachamim, who in turn commanded us to wash the Tilas Yidayim before we eat bread. So, the Rambam writes that every mitzvah the Rabbanan needs a biblical source to say, aha, based upon this verse, this is, gives us the license to fulfill this particular mitzvah. Now, if you have a moment, I'll be honored if you can just write down five, meaning the fifth book, chapter four, meaning the fourth perek in the fifth book. Fifth book is Devarim. Fifth, fourth perek, your invo Eschanan, and the verse is seven. So it's five, fifth book, chapter four, Pesach seven. Write it down. Bring it to the table tonight. If you happen to have an article, Chumash at home, you're talking about page 960. And what's the verse that the Rambam says, if you want to know what is Purim, whoa, says the Torah. Look, is there such a great nation? Is there a great nation that has the closeness to God, like our God, our God, that whenever we call to Him, meaning that there's a yachas, there's a relationship between us and the Jewish people through prayer. We pray, Hashem responds. What is Purim? Turn to Megillas Esther. Go to chapter 4 in Megillas Esther. When Mordechai convinces Esther that she's to go, literally put her life at risk, go to the king uninvited, unannounced, and Esther agrees. But what does she say in chapter 4, verse 16? Leich Kenos is called What did she say? Go assemble all the Jews in Shushan and Sumu Alai. Fast for me for three days. I and my maidens will fast as well. And with this, I will go to the king. Now, this is understood in two levels. I'm going to go to the king with a small K to Achashverosh. I'm going to go to the king with a capital K, to Hashem, having with me the fasting and the praying. What's the fasting? Just to fast? Got to lose weight? Come on. The whole purpose of fasting on a fast day is to bring us closer to Hashem. So here she's saying that I'm going with the armament of chapter 4, verse Seven in the Torah, whereby we have this close and tight connection to Hashem through prayer. Okay, Purim is a day of connection to Hashem.
we fulfill the mitzvos on the second Adar, close to Pesach. The potential is here today. Today is a day that celebration, the very last chapter of Orachayim, are the laws and the rules of Pesach, Apun Katan today, and the Shari Tshuva brings that Rabbi Yechiel of Paris on Purim Katan today, he would have a extensive meal and he would invite people to this meal to celebrate. What are we celebrating? We're celebrating our relationship with Hashem. We don't necessarily have this today, and amazing, the Ksav Sofer felt that you should have Mishloach Monos today. I am not suggesting new customs. Don't send Mishloach Manos today, and don't have an extensive meal today, but you should have something special. Have, treat yourself, be it to a Danish, or even normally you might not have meat on Friday, because you should have an appetite for Shabbos. Today is that special day. We're celebrating today. We as a people have that special relationship. Now, I don't have to tell you where we find ourselves. We need today Purim Katan to remind ourselves how important our prayer is, each and every one of us, to daven especially now for the Chayolim. Bring them home to pray for the captives. Bring them home. HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears our tefillos, number one. Number two, what is going on in Tetzaveh? We are continuing with the, not only the construction of the Mikdash, the Mishkan in the desert sanctuary, the clothing for the Kohanim. It begins with the oil for the lighting of the menorah. It ends with the special Mizbeach HaZohov in the Heichal, where I have the Shulchan of last week, the menorah of last week, and the third furniture in that room called the Golden Mizbeach, where Ketores, incense, was offered on it every morning and every afternoon. The idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to have a place, a dira bitachtonim, literally a place here in this world that His presence could, should rest. That's what we yearn for. That's what we pray for. And the Mirz Hashem, it's going to come. Talking about Purim, I just want to add one point. The Rambam, in the end of his second chapter of Megillah, tells us what the mitzvahs are. Listen to this last Rambam. Mutav Adam. It's better for the individual. The Harbos to increase his matonos evionim his gifts to the poor, 
than to have a larger festive meal, you should spend more on the gifts to the poor than even your gifts and lavish mishloach manos. There's no greater joy than to be able to gladden the hearts of the poor, of the orphans, of the widows, of the converts. Because doing this, says the Rambam, is emulating the ways of God. I strongly therefore recommend, send Mishloach Monos, but maybe not as extensive, not as lavish as you would in the past. Put a note and say, instead of a more lavish Mishloach Monos, I am making a contribution to the various worthy tzedakos that are assisting the victims of the war, the chayolim, and this will, please God, bring us and our friends a greater sense of simcha this year as we are in an ace tzara. I take this opportunity to wish everyone a meaningful Purim Katan, celebrating the potential. It's actualized on the second Purim in Adar Sheni, but to celebrate today the potential of the Jew for having a most personal, meaningful relationship with Hashem. Shabbat Shalom to all.